We're going to talk about situations where somebody has been involved in an accident and has sustained injuries, but they already had a history of some prior illness or health issue or injuries and how that creates a challenge to the claim and, and sort of some of our strategies to overcome those challenges. I'm Andrew Iacobelli. I'm a personal injury lawyer with Iacobelli Law Firm. My name is Colton Lung. I'm also a personal injury lawyer at Iacobelli Law Firm. And on this show, we talk about your rights after a serious accident or injury to help you uh, make decisions for your future. You know, a new client comes to you, they were in either a car accident or a slip and fall accident. And when you're doing the intake and you're finding out about their injuries, then you also ask them about their pre-existing health, right? Yes. All right. And they tell you they had back problems or previously fibromyalgia diagnosis. Well, how do you treat that case differently? If clients have pre-existing injuries, uh, more often than not, the, the insurance company would try to use that to their advantage and basically try to pin all the new injuries saying that it was from the pre-existing injuries or clients pre-existing injuries. So it's, it's very important to let your doctor know how the injuries have been exacerbated if they have been or how they're different from your pre-existing injuries, right? right? And also, I think it's important for clients to know they need to be forthcoming because sometimes people might want to hold that back. They're talking to a lawyer and they're kind of downplaying their pre-existing because they're afraid people are going to judge them by that and, and, and try to attribute everything to that. When you first talk to your lawyer, be as candid as possible. It's better for your lawyer to know what we're dealing with so we can come up with strategies to best address it. So for me, I like to dig in and ask a lot of questions about pre-existing health because most people have some pre-existing health condition. So we need to understand what your pre-existing health was and how it was impacting your function. If the new injuries exacerbated or added to that, you could still have a viable claim. The worst thing is when the client kind of conceals that information, not just from their lawyer, but even worse from new doctors. And then the new doctors don't have the full history. And now their opinions, their diagnosis, their prognosis are easily undermined by the insurance company because the doctor will have to acknowledge that they didn't have the full picture having the full history may have changed their opinions. What kind of things do you see the insurance company doing when they see pre-existing health? Generally speaking, whenever insurance companies see, um, you know, that potential clients have pre-existing health conditions, they basically try to pin all their current symptoms uh, since the accident on the pre-existing health conditions, right? And again, that's why it's so important to let your doctors know how they differ from your previous injuries. If that's the case, more often than not, we would uh, obtain statements from family members, from your friends, you know, to speak about how you were functioning before the accident as opposed to after the accident to basically show how the accident uh, impacted your life, right? Because in terms of compensation, the insurance companies are only going to pay for how it affected your life, how it affected your uh, medical condition, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. That's an important point because sometimes the medical records they'll just talk about the injury or the symptoms, the pre-existing symptoms, the current symptoms, and some of that overlap to an insurance company is like, well, it's the same thing. But I think that's a good point. Getting behind the medical records and and just really trying to tell the story through the people that knew you best. So co-workers, were you working? What were you capable of doing at work? People who did recreation with you. Yeah, I think that's a good point.
what's the difference between crumbling skull and thin skull? That's a term that lawyers use. The thin skull theory is a theory in law. Okay, it's a rule of law, basically, that says that if somebody causes harm to another person, they're responsible for the outcome, irrespective of the fact that that person may have been more vulnerable. Imagine you bumped somebody with your shopping cart by accident. You weren't paying attention and you banged into them with your shopping cart. The expectation would be maybe you cause a bruise at best. The person didn't fall down. Nothing should have happened in theory to this person. But unfortunately, the person that you bumped into had a thin skull, somebody that was so vulnerable like Humpty Dumpty, that little impact on their butt from the shopping cart actually caused their skull to crack and the person sustained catastrophic injuries. The person with the shopping cart wants to say, well, I shouldn't be responsible to pay for all these catastrophic injuries because I didn't really cause that harm. All I did was bump them with a shopping cart. And the law says you take your victim as you find them. If it happens to be Humpty Dumpty with the thin skull, you're responsible for all of the injuries, even though, you know, it, it was a highly unusual situation. Sometimes in a personal injury case where someone has pre-existing injuries, it actually helps their case because we can present them as a thin skull plaintiff, meaning they were just a more vulnerable person. Conversely, the insurance company and their lawyers will try to paint the picture using a different theory of law, which is called crumbling skull. Crumbling skull theory says that this person was deteriorating with time. We see this really often in cases like with a back injury, right? So, so you see in the medical records, they had degenerative disc disease, you know, bulging discs. bulging discs, they have problems with, you know, occasional back pain. Everyone's back, you know, over, you know, throughout their years as they get older, um, there, it's bound to happen. They would have, you know, back issues, back yeah. aches, you know. How do you address that defense? And how do you, more importantly, how do you beat that defense? You know, of course, then we would argue the thin skull theory again, saying that, uh, Although our client had some pre-existing injuries, nonetheless, new injuries would not have occurred but for the accident that occurred. Yeah. Again, coming back to the beginning, you look at their state of function, the onset of the symptoms, the severity of the symptoms. Their activities right? of daily living, you know, how it impacts them, how this, how this accident impacted their functioning in day-to-day -day life, how it impacts their housekeeping, social recreational activities, you know, their employment, occupation. Yeah, because it's all about like, it's all about the change. Look at Humpty Dumpty, for instance. If they if he didn't fall off the wall, he wouldn't have just crumbled sitting on the wall. The defense theory is that Humpty Dumpty would have crumbled sitting on the wall. He wasn't just thin, he was deteriorating. And so even if we didn't come around and knock him off the wall, or even if we didn't come around and bump him with the shopping cart, in five minutes, he would have crumbled anyway. And that's what the insurance company is. And that's for. exactly what the insurance company argues. You were going to end up in that bad situation, even if we didn't come around and even if we didn't touch you. Like Colton said, the best way to defeat that is obviously with medical evidence. So you need doctors, you need specialists, you need, you need experts that can they can give those kind of opinions, but then you have to also get behind that, bring it to life beyond just the black and white and the medical records with the observations of the people that know this person best. And that can be really, really persuasive in these types of cases. So we're doing 
Andre, you mentioned like the, the bulging disc. In that specific situation, how do you defeat the crumbling skull? What, what would you do with that? Okay, so that's easy, actually. I love those. So the back injury is a, is a, is a really common one, right? So they do x-rays, MRIs, whatever imaging of the spine, and they find some pre-existing degenerative issue. And so the insurance company says, aha, that's the, that's the source of all of your problems. Pretty well anybody who's walked on planet Earth and has been subject to gravity is going to have some degeneration. It doesn't affect their everyday life. Yeah, they still work. You know, grocery shopping, lift heavy items. A lot of people can still do that. Exactly. So then you have to look at the function and the symptoms. Did they have degenerative disc disease? Of course they did because they were on planet Earth. Did that make them more susceptible? Thin skull? Yes, it made them more susceptible. Did they become symptomatic following the accident? Yes. And then you put it together with the medicals. On top of that, um, what other sources of treatment or specialists did the potential plaintiff uh, receive for their back following the incident, right? Did they receive injections that they never had needed before, right? Exactly. Yeah, so the treatment's going to play a big part. If all of a sudden now, after the accident, they're on new medications or medications that they were previously on, the dosage has increased, that's going to be strong evidence. New specialists that they've seen or have been referred uh, by their family doctor, you know, are they seeing a physiatrist now, an orthopedic surgeon that, you know, was never contemplated before the accident? You know, even though individuals might have pre-existing injuries, um, you know, that's not to say that they don't have a case. More likely than not, they always have a case. Usually they do have a case. We just need to prove and show how the accident affected them differently in terms of their injuries and how uh, their life has been changed. Yeah, exactly. So don't hesitate to give us a call. Uh, we're more than happy to speak with you in relation to your potential claim. Um, and we can discuss you know, our ongoing strategies, uh, get you the appropriate treatment that you do require. Our contact details are listed in the show notes below. Phones are open 24 seven. Go onto our website um, and we look forward to speaking with you.